0: everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. It's Tuesday. We are going to be productive today and we're really excited. Um, We have an author on with us. It's her debut novel. The book is called Luster. Raven Leilani is joining us. Hi Hi, Raven. (laughs) Hi Raven. Hi, how are you? Good. Good. We are good. Where are we calling you? I'm in Brooklyn. You're mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Did you see did you see that on the Rocks movie with Bill Murray by any chance yet? I didn't. But I'm a big Bill Murray fan, so I don't know how I missed it. <laughs> well, it just came out, but it is a love letter also to New York, Sophia Coppola. It oh, kind of know. makes all of us that so are I'm missing loveful. the city of New York make us miss it. All right. So uh, Raven, your book Luster, give people the setup of your novel.
1: Oh sure. Um, so, it, Luster follows a an aspiring artist Edie, who's a young black woman who's kind of honestly just trying to rise to, to these kind of immense questions of survival while in the middle of an open marriage. Um, so, I think that's is that a is that a good enough setup? I, you know what? I think it is. And
0: one of the things, um, Raven, that I will say about your book and. I think we, you know, I mean, it, I can't remember how we came to find your book. If it I think was, Elin Hill, 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 oh yeah, Ellen Hildebrand yeah. recommended. Um, your, oh, she's wonderful. Isn't she mm-hmm. wonderful? And we have her on every year. And anyway, so she had recommended your book when we talked to her in June. And um, one of the things that uh, we found when reading it was that, Because first of all, I very much just really related to the character of a 23 year old girl being poor, just trying to figure out how life works. What is she going to be? What does any, what does she want to be? Why doesn't she know more? But then added in, and I guess I had not read that book, I acutely felt the. Kind of the pain and exhaustion emotionally of being a girl in black skin in a way yes, I, I guess 100%. I hadn't felt before,
1: ever. Um, wait, is that actually, I mean, that makes me, is it weird to say well, that makes me happy is that I you took that away? Because I did, in writing the book, you know, it was important for me to depict um, really, truly, all of the factors that, that impede a young black artist's journey. And, and impede, you know, is a heavy word, but mm-hmm. I, I, in writing her journey, it was important to me to be honest in that depiction because I do think, you know, my own journey with writing was very alinear, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> there, you there so as fighting mm-hmm. a war on, on so many different fronts. You know, there's the front of, of moving through the world as a woman and, and right. having to be vigilant in the way we all have to be vigilant. Moving through the world while black and having to engage with the performances, you know, demanded of you, no matter you know, depending on the room you're in, mm-hmm. um, and and also just kind of being a young person trying to find stability um, and meaning in her work, and per- and, you know, and also
0: finding the intoxication of sometimes when you are in a vulnerable place, which I'm sorry, most twenty three year olds right, are. You just don't. I mean, it's just at that time of life. Yep. <laughs> but the attraction then of meeting a man who, on the face of it, seems like he kind of has his acts together. together and Absolutely. Yes. I mean, I was just like, oh, my gosh. But that your book really stayed with me, and it wasn't a book I Julia and I were talking about. It wasn't something that I was, like, racing to finish because, I mean, everything that kind of experience that happens to her was sort of like you... I needed to, to just, like, think it. about yep. it. So okay.
1: good, good job, Raven. Yeah. Raven. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, you know, like, I think you're, I'm glad that you kind of honed in on that because, you know, that's where it starts with her in that relationship with this much older man, you know. And mm-hmm. she is excited in, in some ways by that power imbalance um, and kind of looks to him for affirmation for her seriousness, as I think many of us have done. Um, and it was important for me to, um, you know, to depict that, uh, the way that it feels to be young and to want um, and to make mistakes, the mistakes you're, you know, you want to make when you're kind of seeking intimacy um, and trying to find it anywhere you can. Right. And that and that talks about
2: the open marriage, Mm -hmm. you know, when she gets into this relationship with this older man, Eric, and the and he is literally in an open marriage and his wife has agreed to it, but with rules and how that all unfolds. And so while, you know, Edie is discovering herself, her moral compass is kind of all over the place. Like, I think everyone is in their 20s. Yes, absolutely. You're really talented. Now, this is your debut novel. Yeah. Are you like, are you just overjoyed with the response? That I mean, you have major people even writing on your cover for you, but all the accolades
1: and everything that you've got. It is incredibly surreal and incredibly wonderful. You know, like you write the book, um, you know, in solitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very solit solitary endeavor, and you kind of you finish all the way to the end, and, and as I did, you know, hoping that it would be read and would be read generously, and it, and it really has. Especially in this moment that we're in right now, like it is a real um it's a real blessing to have been you know to have this kind of response, to have people wanting to read and, and care about the book. It's been incredible. If if you're just joining us,
2: we're chatting with Raven Lalini. Leilani. Leylani, what a beautiful name. <laughs> Luster a novel. And it came out when did it come out in August? I think yeah, August. Yeah, August. And yeah. um you're you know this um, Raven, your book is kind of being defined as millen- a millennial novel. How do you feel about yeah. that?
1: You know, I <laughs> I actually feel totally fine about that. But you know, I I imagine you know we have these conversations around around millennials, and often these conversations are are really diminishing and they're polarizing, extremely polarizing. But I think ultimately, when I got to the page. And decided to write about um, a young. She might be on the fence. She actually might be like on the fence of a like millennial slash a Zoomer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was important to me to to afford that character um, room to be human um, and and room to explore what I think we talk about when we talk about millennial fiction. That instability that many of us are kind of weathering uh, mm-hmm. while trying to find meaning um, in our work and in a kind of extremely uncertain world and future. So I do think when when it is classified as millennial fiction, I I feel I'm a part of a canon that's kind of just trying to make sense of this moment.
0: Yeah, and, and also because I, I don't know that there's been another generation that has had to live through two, like the, the yeah. upsetting things while at the fastest technological breakthrough. I mean, that's in the end, I think what will make millennial Zoom kids... The greatest generation since the greatest generation. I mean, that's really what I think is going to happen. I don't know if that's just my magical thinking. Yeah, or I, what, mean, I but... have to
1: say, I feel the same. I mm-hmm. actually, the, the generation right after me, I guess the Zoomers, you know, mm-hmm. I feel, I, I think, you know, perhaps there comes a point in with every generation where there's a little bit of, you know, we, we all kind of, um, they're unusual and alien to us in a way that that maybe. We bristle at, mm-hmm. but the generation below me, uh, the Zoomers, I guess, is what they're called. So, you know, I find I think they're really because they have to be. You know, they're really yeah. active and they're really they really care and they're really showing up. Um, Raven, I want to
0: ask you, what was like the book when you were a kid that got you set on reading? What was your book?
1: Oh gosh, um, I would say uh, Toni Morrison's um, with I, mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, that is like, I think a formative text for a lot, a lot of writers and a lot of people who read. Yes. But, um, when I read it even, you know, like it, you have to, I feel like I'm glad I read it again in adulthood. It's so dense and it's so beautiful. Um, and it, it makes room for the like interior lives of, of black people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and it does it in a way that has extreme finesse, you know, and yeah. joy you know, in the prose. And so that was really formative for me. Oh, that's a great
2: one. Now, all right, so we have to ask you, um, Raven. Woo! Traffic noise. Someone's coming by. We're talking to New York. It's Sorry. Nice. <laughs> that's that's okay. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Okay, if you're just joining us, Lester, a novel by Raven Lilani. Raven, what's the last great book you read?
1: Oh, my gosh. I really love um, These Books of Family by Maisie Pard.
2: Say it um, again.
1: It is really. These ghosts are family by Maisie Card. Oh, Lori, it sounds like something we. Of close our family. Yeah, it's, right. it's really beautiful. Oh,
2: wonderful! You're lovely. What a what a delightful young woman you are, and congratulations on all your success. <laughs> has your book been optioned? Is some? Has Hollywood bought it? <laughs> we're we're in the middle of some things. <laughs> Good for you. Are you dying? Is it so exciting?
1: It is incredibly exciting. It's more than I ever would have hoped for. Oh, (laughs) Raven, we're going to keep an eye on you, I hope. Are you on Twitter? Yes, I am. Okay,
0: we're going to tweet you. Thank you so much for being on today, and thank you for writing such a powerful, amazing book.